us to repentance. And I'm so thankful. Uh, I'm so thankful for God's goodness in my life and how it's brought me to Him and in difficult seasons of life. And we're going to talk about that just a little bit this morning. And again, uh, we're so thrilled to be here with you. Uh, and uh, again, it's been wonderful to see what God is doing here in this church. And uh, so thrilling to see this auditorium full of people and how God is blessing. I want you to take your Bibles, and uh, we're going to be in the book of Psalm. I heard you've been studying uh, the Psalms, and uh, Pastor Farmer's been going through the Psalms, and we're going to be in Psalm 56 this morning. And uh, this is one of my favorite Psalms, uh, because it's a a Psalm that God has used in my life. Uh, The Lord has used this in my life to help me so many times. And so this morning, just for a few moments, I'd I'd like to um, bring a message from this uh, portion of scripture. And uh, my wife, Lydia, and I, we are very thankful to be here. We have two girls that are here with us in nursery this morning. And uh, Audrey is uh, just over two years old. And I heard she's already making some good friends in the nursery this morning. And hopefully not a boyfriend, all right? Uh, and then uh, Sophie is now uh, coming up on seven months. And so we're very thankful for them. And uh, hopefully we won't hear either of them uh, screaming and running through here in just a moment. Um, but we, um, we did uh, get to go to college with the farmers, and so that was wonderful. Uh, Josh and I got to play basketball together. I like to tell people um, that he got me a lot of easy buckets, and uh, he did all the work, and I just sat there and got the reward for it. Um, but I appreciate that, Josh. And uh, enjoyed, uh, enjoyed uh, getting to uh, just our friendship and how it's grown through the years. I uh, appreciate, of course, the Meadows, and we were able to serve with them at Temple Baptist uh, for a number of years, and uh, there's no one that does all-nighters like Brother Meadows, all right? And he is the all-nighter king, and uh, we we loved that. Uh, enjoyed seeing um, Brother Austin, and uh, he was in the first travel group that uh, in the groups we got to start working with, and he got thrown in, I think it was the couple days before y'all went out, right? Or at least a month, and uh, I'm just kidding about that a little bit, but it was extremely last minute. And then, of course, Megan uh, was uh, one of uh, my wife's students, uh, and, and we just enjoyed getting to know them. Now, my claim to fame, though, my claim to fame this morning is that we were neighbors with the Newmans for a while, all right? That's my claim to fame. And uh, we didn't even really know them much back then, but uh, they were our neighbors uh, there in Knoxville. But uh, we're certainly glad to be here with you this morning. Psalm 56, uh, we're going to read through this uh, passage of Scripture, and uh, we'll try to give you a few things from this uh, passage this morning. And uh, this is a Psalm of David, of course, and we'll give you some background of this in just a moment. Uh, but Psalm 56 uh, is a wonderful testimony that David gives about how God is always faithful. Uh, look at this with me in Psalm 56. The Bible says, Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresseth me. Mine enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me. O thou most high, for what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Every day they rest my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps. When they wait for my soul, shall they escape by iniquity? In thine anger, cast down the people, O God. Verse 8 Thou tellest my wanderings. 
Put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. In God I, will I praise his word. In the Lord will I praise his word. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Thy vows are upon me, O God. I will render praises unto thee, for thou hast delivered my soul from death. Wilt not thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? Now, that's a powerful portion of Scripture. And, uh, and the one who is uh, penning these words, or, you know, this, the Psalms, it's a song book of Israel. This is a song that, uh, that David was giving. And as we think about the words of this song, we think that God is doing a great work in this man, David. And look what the Bible says in verse number 9. And I'd like for you to underline this if you are in the habit of doing that in your Bible. And at the end of verse number 9, he says this, This I know, for God is for me. This I know, for God is for me. Uh, You know, I, I know all of us go through seasons of life. Uh, where we wonder what is going on. We've asked the question why. We heard uh, something about this in Sunday school a little bit. I was in Brother Farmer's class this morning, and, and uh, a, a number of the things he said this morning go right along with this message uh, that the Lord has, has given me this morning. Uh, but so many times we, we wonder why things are happening. We wonder why we've been allowed to go through this. And we have to come to the place that David found himself in and say this, this I know that God is for me. God is for you. I don't know where you are today. I don't know what you're dealing with today, but I know this. God is for you. He's not against you. He's for you in that thing. And David, as he, uh, as we know in this particular chapter of scripture, uh, he is, uh, as he says in verse number eight, thou tell us my wonderings. He's wandering from place to place. Uh, there's no, no place that he has that he feels at home. Uh, he he knows that he's been promised to be the next king. He knows that, that he has been uh, given that, but he does not know what God is doing in the process of getting him there. He's running for his life. We'll, we'll talk more about that in just a minute. But he comes to this place and says, I know that God is for me. And as we were talking this morning in Sunday school, Brother Farmer, we were talking about the confidence that we can have in God. And you know what? There's a lot of, uh, a lot of things today that we, that we can't have confidence in. A lot of things that maybe we've had confidence even in before that, that we can't have confidence in today. And God is trying to bring each one of us to the place where we have no confidence in the flesh, but only confidence in Him. And this morning, I don't know, uh, I don't know where your confidence, that's the question I was asking Sunday school this morning. I don't know uh, where your confidence is today. If it's in uh, some kind of ability that God has given you, uh, maybe it's in some physical strength that you have, or maybe some kind of wisdom that you have. But God says we need to place our confidence in Him today. Uh, would you look over with me to Philippians chapter 3. And look what the Apostle Paul said about this confidence in Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 3, he says this, For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. And then he goes on, though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh 
that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. And then he goes on to give, uh, really, if you will, his resume. <laughs> he, he gives us a list of things uh, that, where he had come from. And he said, if anyone should be, uh, should glory in the flesh, I should. But in verse number three, he says this, no confidence in the flesh. No confidence in the flesh. Um, I've heard it said this way before. Faith is deliberate confidence in the character of God. That's what faith is. It's deliberate confidence in the character of God. And uh, this morning, just for a few moments, uh, I'd like to draw our attention back to uh, this psalm, Psalm 56. And what, and what the Bible tells us here, uh, as David is, is penning these words, he says this, I know for God is, this I know for God is for me. God is for me. And I don't know uh, how, how you've gotten here today and, and what you're dealing with. I don't know uh, what circumstances are in your life. Uh, I know God is for this church. God is for this church. He's for you. He's for your family. God is for you. Uh, I uh, Growing up, um, I loved anything that had to do with competition. All right, how many of you are those type people? You love anything that has to do with competition. And, I mean, it didn't matter what we were doing in our youth department, Brother Meadows, I was going to win, okay? And I was going to knock over and hurt the people that were getting in my way, all right? Uh, you know, it's just, that's human nature. And uh, I, I love to compete. But one thing I found... Pretty early on, especially playing sports uh, in high school, I played three sports a year and, and loved loved anything that had to do with competition. One thing I learned pretty quickly is it's about who you have on your side, isn't it? And uh, you learn that pretty uh, pretty quickly as a as a child. Even uh, you're picking teams, and you know what you want a certain person on your team. You know you're going to win. And the Bible tells us uh, that if God is for us, no one can be against us. If God is for us this morning, do you know the Lord is your personal Savior? Have you trusted in the Lord Jesus to save you and trusted in Christ alone for your soul's salvation this morning? What a wonderful thing to know that God is for us today. Uh, we live in a crazy world. Uh, we live in a world we can't place confidence in, in the government. Uh, we can't place confidence in, in finances. Uh, we must come to the place where we're placing our confidence in God and God alone. And I want to show you a few things here uh, from this psalm, uh, some things that God wants to do in our lives as we, as we trust him. And uh, would you look back to uh, verse number 1 and verse number 2. Uh, look what the Bible says here. David says this, Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily. Isn't it a daily battle we face? I mean, daily. Uh, we're, in a, we're in a spiritual warfare. And, and, and uh, it's a daily battle. We can't, we can't stop for a day. We can't relax for a day. It's a daily battle. Uh, he says this, He fighting daily oppresseth me. Verse 2, Mine enemies would daily, there it is again, daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O thou most high. The first thing we find is this, God is for us in our troubles. God is for us in our troubles. And look at the end of verse number 2. Uh, look what uh, David says, O thou most high. David gives us a secret. Uh, when we're going through trouble, uh, what we must do is we must get our eyes on God. Uh, you know, often what we do, uh, I heard this said, I think it maybe was F.B. Meyer uh, that said this, that oftentimes uh, we, we place 
uh, our circumstance between us and God. And what we should do is we should place God between us and our circumstance. Uh, that's often what we do. We, 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 we're thinking about this trouble that we're facing. We're thinking about this thing that we're dealing with. And that's, that's where we need to get our eyes on God and allow Him to help us through that circumstance. Uh, I could ask you this morning, how many of you have had uh, some kind of trouble? And I think just about every person in here would raise their hand. I didn't ask you if you've been in trouble. All right, this is not necessarily trouble of our own making. Uh, some of us have a lot of that to deal with, don't we? Um, but we're talking about trouble that has come, uh, that has just come along our path. And I'm reminded what the Bible says in Job 14.1. Man that is born of a woman is few days and full of trouble. We all face trouble. We all have things that we're dealing with. Trouble comes along our path. How are you going to respond uh, to that trouble? Would you look uh, just a few pages over in Psalm 46? And look what, look at this verse. Psalm 46, verse number 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear Though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Um, The Bible tells us in verse number 1, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Uh, You know what makes all the difference? What makes all the difference in that trouble is who's going with us through that trouble. Uh, it's nothing of our own. It's no confidence in us. It's confidence in God. Confidence in God. And uh, truth of the matter, I want to I show you one other verse. And again, I, I think these are some verses that were given in Sunday school in 2 Corinthians. And um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And just this one verse. Uh, in Sunday school, we mentioned uh, verses 8 and 9. We are uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 8 9, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Look down to verse number 15. Uh, this is a verse that I have held close and, uh, and thought about this verse many times. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. Uh, why is that trouble in our lives? Why has God allowed this trouble so that He can receive the glory in our lives? That He can be praised. As in Psalm 56, David, all throughout this psalm, is praising the name of God. He's giving praise unto God for this trouble that He's come through. And in this verse, verse number 15, says this, For all things are for your sakes. I remember uh, when I was in college, I remember uh, my family going through a really difficult time. And uh, I, I tell just about everybody um, on every Sunday in Sunday school in our youth group, uh, there's normally not too many Sundays where I don't mention this event. Uh, this particular trouble that my family went through was the thing that the Lord used to change my life. Uh, I remember it was, it was a very difficult season for them, and there was a lot of change going on, a lot of hurt in their life. My dad has pastored my entire life. And, uh, and they had gone through a real rough season. I had, I had seen them really at probably the lowest that they had ever been in in my entire life. And the Lord, Lord was breaking my heart. It was, it was at that exact same time 
that the Lord was stirring me to do something for him. Uh, I remember we were in a uh, we were in a meeting at our church, and um, I was uh, sitting there during the service. The Lord was stirring my heart, and uh, it was one of our big conferences. I don't remember which one. I don't I don't remember what was preached about. I just knew God was placing something in my heart to do something for Him. I went to the altar, and and what I did was I gave my summer to God. That the summer that was coming up very soon, uh, I gave my summer to God. I remember turning around. Uh, Brother Josh, I remember turning around and Mark Fowler was standing right there as I turned around and didn't really ask me anything. He just, I turned around and there he was. He, he said, I want you to pray about something. And I, it's almost as if he had heard my prayer. He said, I want you to pray about going to Texas this upcoming summer and working at camp. And uh, you know what? The first thing I thought was, there's no way on planet I can do this. There's no way. Uh, my parents were going through a struggle. Um, there was a lot of things going on in our family, and I thought, there's no way I can do this. And I remember going back, and I'm praying. I really fought with God over this. But I knew it was exactly what God wanted for my life. That was the place, the thing that God really used to change my life. A trouble in my family. A trouble. I, I tell our teens sometimes as, as we're uh, in church, uh, they're in, in the youth department, that I don't think I'd be there doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for that trouble in our family. Uh, that's what God can do. That's why God sends trouble to work in in our lives. I want you to look back at this uh, psalm with me again. In verse number 3, look what the Bible says. Verse number 3 says this, this powerful verse we've heard before. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. The second thing we find is this. God is for us in our trembling. God is for us in our trembling. There there are days of trembling, is there not? There's days where uh, we tremble mainly because we don't know what the future is. Uh, We tremble because uh, of situations that are are stirring around us. Uh, This man who, uh, who has been so used of God, he says, what time I am afraid I will trust in thee. He's uh, speaking of his own humanity here and, and, and his, his uh, weakness. He's sharing with us his heart. I want you to look over to 1 Samuel uh, chapter 21 quickly. And we'll just look at these verses quickly. This is the situation that David finds himself in. He's on the run from King Saul, of course, and um, he's uh, running from place to place. And, and we can read the different stories uh, in, in which he finds himself. But uh, 1 Samuel chapter 21, this is the particular place that David finds himself in as he's penning this psalm. Verse number 10, he says this, 1 Samuel 21, verse 10, And David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul, and went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances? saying, Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. And David laid up these words in his heart and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. What we find here in this story, as he's running, where does he find himself? He runs right to the enemy. Uh, right to the ones who, if anybody wanted to kill him, the, this, these would be the ones, right? Uh, he had just killed Goliath. 
Uh, he had he had just uh, he had seen God do that the amazing miracle of him killing Goliath, and now he runs right into the enemy, and David is in a place uh, where there is nowhere to turn. And in this psalm, he says this: "This I know, God is for me. God is for me. Uh, God is for us in this trembling." I was reminded of this recently. This quote: "When faith is exercised, fear is banished." When faith is exercised, fear is banished. There may be some things you're dealing with right now uh, that you're trembling at, the thought of it. And God is for you in that. God can see you through that. Would you look back to our our verses here in Psalms, and we'll continue here. Uh, Look down to verse number 5. Every day they rest my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They hide themselves together. They they hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. I want you to look down uh, to verse number 8. Thou tellest my wanderings. Put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? The next thing we find is this. God is for us in our tears. God is for us in our tears. Um, so often, um, God brings us to the place of sorrow. There's so many who have, who have faced great sorrow. And isn't it amazing that in the in the... Uh, face of great sorrow that God can show himself mighty in those things. Uh, I um, was just reminded as I was uh, preparing for this message, I was reminded of, of time in, in my wife, uh, my wife and I's life together uh, when, when, honestly, we had many tears. And uh, someone just this morning said they were praying for us through that tough time. That's been just uh, three or four years ago now. Uh, we uh, we were we were faithfully serving. We've uh, been there at Temple Baptist Church now for um, this starting our eleventh year, and, and we were serving. We were uh, doing the things that we knew God had given us to do. And uh, remember, my wife was having dealing with a lot of difficulty and uh, just terrible um, back issues and arm shoulder issues, and uh, not really getting any answers. And and uh, the Lord directed our path to, if I, if I told you the whole story, it, it's just amazing how the Lord orchestrated everything. The uh, Lord put a uh, person in our path uh, that was a uh, doctor at the University of Tennessee. And uh, they uh, quickly told us that we need to go get um, an MRI and get some scans done. And uh, we went and had these scans done, and, and we found that my wife had a tumor in her spine. And, uh, you know, anytime you hear news like that, it, it's shocking. Uh, and, and many of you maybe have been in uh, similar circumstances. And we didn't know really all the ins and outs. Um, and the long story to this uh, was that the Lord continued to guide and direct our path day by day. Uh, he led us exactly to the place where we need to be. Uh, we, we had heard things like uh, she may not be able to use her arm again. Uh, we had heard things that uh, this could be life-threatening. Uh, it was in her, uh, in her spine and her neck, and so it was a really difficult place. Uh, we ended up having the surgery uh, in 2019, right before uh, right before COVID hit, and um, so the Lord even directing our path, even right before all of that, it was just the Lord orchestrated every bit of it. And um, and and what I can say on this side of it is that the Lord was faithful all the way through. And there were some days of sorrow. There were some days uh, where we didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, but there was a peace in knowing who was walking through us, with us through that trial. And God is for us in our tears. Uh, some of the greatest lessons in life come through seasons of sorrow. 
Uh, we find that in, in, uh, in people mentioned all throughout the Word of God, don't we? Uh, we can think of people in the Bible who had seasons of sorrow that God turned it for good. I think of Joseph. Uh, and uh, can you imagine Joseph uh, sitting, uh, whether it was in the pit, uh, just sitting in that pit thinking, what is God doing in my life? Uh, that season of sorrow. And then, and then thinking again, uh, now God has given him, uh, hel- allowed him to prosper and he's, he's doing well. And then all of a sudden he gets accused and he gets thrown into prison and he's there and he's forgotten. And you can imagine, uh, there were days when, when Joseph, uh, wondered what in the world is God doing in my life? And he stayed faithful to God. He stayed faithful to God. Uh, through those seasons of sorrow. And he's the one that said, God meant it unto good. All these things, God meant it unto good. I was thinking about uh, a man that I, I read about uh, a little while back uh, by the name of Joseph Scriven. Uh, Joseph Scriven lived in the 1800s. And uh, he, he was a, a young man who had uh, much ambition and, and much uh, vision for his future. And uh, he was uh, living for God and and wanting to do the Lord's will in his life. He was 25 years old. He graduated from, from college, and uh, he was getting ready to be married. And uh, it was on the eve of the night he was going to be married, he found out that his soon-to-be wife drowned in a river. Uh, his heart was broken. Uh, Joseph Scriven um, picked up the pieces and, and went to... Uh, went to uh, Canada and began to do a work for God there uh, with a broken heart. Uh, he began to serve God faithfully, uh, and there's lots of things we could say about it. Uh, he he fell in love again, uh, just a, a couple years later, fell in love again, and again, right before he was going to be married, uh, this soon-to-be wife fell ill and died. Uh, Joseph Scriven was heartbroken, and uh, he he in his sorrow, uh, wrote the words to a hymn that is in your hymn book. Can you guess what it is? These are the words. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. The second verse says this. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. And then He says this, can we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Uh, He wrote that, uh, he wrote this song. Actually, it was just a poem that he wrote for his mother. His mother was so discouraged and so heartbroken over this event that happened in, in his life. He wrote this for her. In these words, later someone found them, and someone uh, got this and and made this into a hymn that we all know, and it's, it has helped so many who have been through deep valleys. What a friend we have in Jesus! God can use sorrow in our lives to teach us some of the greatest lessons in life. I want to give you one last thing uh, here in this Psalm fifty-six, and we'll close with this one, Psalm fifty-six. And uh, if you look. Uh, In verse number 12, he says this, Thy vows are upon me, O God. I will render praises unto thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Wilt not thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? last thing we find is this. God is for us in our triumphs. God is for us in our triumph. 
in the days when He delivers, in the days when He brings us through something, God is for us in that. And and by the way, isn't it amazing that God has given us the greatest deliverance through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, He has uh, given His own Son the most precious thing that He had. He gave for us so that we can be delivered from death, hell, and the grave. You see, on our own, we can't make it. On our own, we are not good enough. On our own, uh, we, we can't uh, provide a payment for our sin. We needed something. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. And God gave His own precious Son to deliver us uh, from eternity spending away from God. We have been delivered. And what we know is that Christ has won the victory for us. And we must determine that we're going to live in that victory today. Uh, I want to show you one more verse. If you look uh, with me uh, back to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and we'll close with this verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And look what the Bible says here, starting in verse number 8. The Bible says, For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. Have you ever found yourself there um, by, by the troubles and the things you faced in life? You felt like you were just pressed out of measure. Look at what he says in verse number 9. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raiseth the dead. Look at verse 10. Who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. And what we need to know tonight is this, this morning is this, that our hope has to be in God today. Our hope has to be in God. Uh, I would, I, I feel so sorry for anyone uh, that decides to go through life without God. Uh, I can't imagine going through some of the things we've gone through without God uh, being there with us and walking us through life. And, and so today we, we know this is true. God is for us. Have you learned that truth is true? Uh, that God is for you today? Uh, we find that he's, he's for us in our troubles He's for us in our trembling. He's for us in our tears. And He's for us in our triumph. Do you know what happens so often? Uh, Instead of these things driving us closer to God, you know what? Oftentimes we let things come into our life that give us bitterness. A root of bitterness. Um, Bitterness can destroy someone's life. Don't let the circumstances in your life uh, bring about a root of bitterness in your life. I'll close with this story. And, and then we'll be finished this morning. I, uh, a number of years ago, uh, there was someone I loved that, uh, that uh, got very bitter against God. Uh, there were some circumstances in their life. Uh, this person uh, was my youth director growing up. Uh, I was very close to him. Um, he was someone that had a great influence on my life. Um, I think he was my youth director of all of my teen years, middle school, high school, all of my teen years. Uh, this this man he got very bitter against God. Uh, he uh, I, I don't know all the circumstances, but I but I know that something had happened in his life where he was bitter against God. 
Uh, I remember uh, one day I was so burdened for him that I decided uh, that I was going to send him a text and try to encourage him and, and just try to say something that would encourage him. I remember the day I sent him a text. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I sent this man a text and just said something simple. I'm praying for you, and I'm just so thankful for the influence you had in my life. And I remember uh, I was in college when this happened. I remember getting a text back from this individual uh, that said, uh, I wish that you had never been born, and I hope that I never see you again the rest of your life. Uh, that is bitterness. Bitterness. And it's something that, um, that shook me. It really shook me. Uh, that someone would be that bitter, uh, that, and it had nothing to even do with me, of circumstances in his own life. And for someone to be that bitter, uh, to say something like that. And here's what I know is that that could be any of us. If we allow the circumstances in our life uh, to bring bitterness in our lives, we must get our eyes on God. Uh, Get our eyes on what God desires to do in our lives and allow these things to drive us closer to God in our lives. Would you bow your head with me? And uh, we're going to have a word of prayer here in just a moment, and I'll uh, turn the service over to Brother Farmer here in just a minute. And uh, how many of you would say, uh, Brother Steve, this morning, I know that there's been some things in my life uh, that have been difficult to deal with. Even even right now, I'm going through some difficult troubles. Would you raise your hand? You just say, pray for me. I have difficult troubles. All of us are going to go through trouble at some point. Uh, all of us are going to go through some days of trembling, uh, days of sorrow, tears. And we must determine that we will give God the glory through everything that happens in our lives. Uh, maybe, maybe right now you're dealing with some bitterness in your life. And the Bible talks about the root of bitterness that can spring up in our lives. And we must deal with that. And we must get that right with God. And I, wanna, I just want to encourage you this morning to get your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ.